the brink once again coming to you for a special episode our third in a row three weeks in a row of getting some special episodes for you and our final episode for 2019 as we conclude our look at the best moments of the decade part two of the best of the brink for 2010 to 2019 essentially and today you are going to hear the best moments from the years 2015 through to 2019 some great moments here the majority of these of course from our podcast days still at least one year 2015 that being of course of our radio year as we close things up on edge radio in hobart but i'm going to shut up you want to hear these best moments so let's get into it the best of the decade for the brink the years 2015 to 2019 Cody heard that song he uh, that's his ringtone i believe yeah, actually, Baywatch is my ringtone. Babe? Yeah, the Baywatch scene, that's my ringtone. Second, let's just back up the fact yeah. you just ruined that illusion in two seconds by did, then yeah. going, oh, Baywatch is my ringtone. I did, but... Why? Is that that... Some people Yeah. Around? Why? I don't know. I just thought it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> just like, because someone rings me, it's like, some people stand in the darkness. And then, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually quite clever. Yeah. Some people stand in the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that I like that. Yeah, good job. Good. Now, now, you know, I think uh, there's a good idea for a ringtone. Um, having you know, um, uh, chariots of fire. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, like yeah. it's well known as like a slow motion song. Yeah, like just have that as your ringtone, and then slowly get your phone out. <laughs> for the yeah. time you, so so you've got a bit of um, this. Yeah, oh, is your phone ringing? <laughs> and. Yeah. You know, Baywatch is actually, I think, a terrible show. Dakota, <laughs> your phone's ringing. <laughs> That's exactly what it does. Ignoring the gratuitous sexualness of the song. Every single zooming in is of a peck or a boob. <laughs> you know how big this show was in the 90s? I did, yeah. You understand how huge this was. I do, yeah. If you actually watch it, how watched rubbish it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a terrible It's not show. Home and Away. Oh, Home and Away is better yeah. acting, and that's saying something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's oh, the half. The half. You know, actually, yeah. true fact, we were so close to getting the hop on this show. Oh, like, God, we yeah. were within millimetres of getting the Hoff on the, the show. Hoff, huh? So, uh, one of our God. biggest regrets. We'll try and get him on one day. Better not be his birthday tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to, like, pass out. Well, you know it's Bowie's birthday today. It you, is. You were out Bowie's there. birthday. We might do a bit of a tribute to him later. But uh, I don't know. I'm tossing up here, Dakota, because big day for birthdays. Yeah. David Bowie, 68. Oh. Noah Cyrus. No, well, uh, yeah, good on her. Uh, it would have been Elvis's 80th birthday Jeez, today. So Elvis and David Bowie. Elvis and David share Bowie. Share a birthday. Oh, How's that for musical, like, boof? I'm dying. Actually, let's be honest here. I'm there's, actually dying. There's four people here which you could argue are very big names in their own right that are big singers. So Elvis, 80. David Bowie, 68. William Hartnell. Not him. He was the first doctor. Good for him. No, that's his... Just hang on. Just, you can go here. I'm making a point here. Don't ruin it. Elvis Presley, 80 on the same day. David Bowie, R. Kelly and Shirley Bassey. Uh, who? Shirley... Look, it, I, you don't know who William... I don't know who William Hartnell is. You know who Shirley Bassey is. You, you like James Bond? Shirley Bassey sung two yeah. James Bond themes. Oh. Welsh crooner. Very well-known singer. Um, well, I think the biggest name, though, let's be honest here, is Kim Jong-un. I mean, happy birthday oh, to the, God, the leader of birthday. North Korea. 
It's everyone's birthday. Stephen Hawking's birthday. It's also, it's also Farns Cordo's birthday. It is. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. Farns is listening. Yeah. Happy Surely, Farns, you haven't texted us in in a very long time, my friend. And I hope you're listening this morning because yeah. yes, we were gonna wish you a happy birthday yeah, today. It's all just Stephen Hawking. Oh God. So Farns, you share a birthday yeah. with some iconic people. I can't take this. Elvis, Bowie, R. Kelly, William Stephen Hartnell. Hawking, Kim Jong Un, William Hartnell, Noah Cyrus. William Cyrus. <laughs> Is Noah Cyrus. I'm have to find pictures she's of 15. <laughs> she, oh, she's a younger sister of Miley Cyrus, uh, who played Gracie Herbert in the TV series Doc. Doc. Yes. One of my favourite shows. Sick. Love Doc. Oh, oh, Doc was awesome. Can't get enough of it. Yeah. Can you have the Doc theme as your ringtone? Um, <laughs> no. I prefer Baywatch. <laughs> Some people stand in the darkness. <laughs> I love how we were like perfectly in time for that. Yeah. Like that was you think that was planned. Three, two, one. Some people stand in the darkness. Yeah. We um, just do that at random times during the show and then yeah. Ben and Dakota get angry. Ah! Every week we cause an accident yeah. in this studio and it's always gone. And it's yeah. cleared up. It's how that hole got in the roof. It's Kevin. I don't know how I can get That's angry. Why the air conditioning's not here. I don't anymore. know how I can get angry with Kevin watching over me. I yeah, I know. I don't, I don't want to get angry. It's with kind of Kevin like Ben here. and Dakota mildly get annoyed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what makes me mildly every, annoyed? Which is every show. <laughs> what makes you mildly annoyed? Cadbury. Cadbury. For, for changing the recipe of their egg and getting rid of one chocolate egg in their cream eggs. That's mildly annoying. You know what makes me mildly annoyed? What? I can't remember. <laughs> oh, that makes me mildly annoyed too. That makes me angry. Whoa, okay, we're angry again. Ed Sheeran. Yes. Can't sing. Why do people like him? Well, he can sing. Well, we, yeah, but <laughs> I don't care. Why do people like him? I'm a bit over Ed Sheeran, to be honest. Yeah. Like, every time I hear an Ed Sheeran song on the radio, I'm like, oh, this is Justin Timberlake's new one. Oh, wait, it's Ed Sheeran. What? Like, Justin he's producing Timberlake? music that Justin Timberlake was doing 10 years ago, and yet he's all like, oh, Ed Sheeran, oh, he's so hot. He's a ranger. <laughs> Why is he so attractive? He looks like a hobbit. He looks like Rupert Grint from Harry Potter. He's a ranger. He is. No disrespect to redheads. I'm engaged to a redhead. I'm allowed to say it, but like... Oh, uh, well, you're not. <laughs> only a ginger can call another ginger ginger. Well... Yeah, uh, only a ginger. I'm going to have ginger babies. Another ginger ginger. <laughs> um... You know what makes you angry, man? <laughs> it was my turn, but whatever, all right. Taylor Swift. Yeah. She can't sting. Why do people like her? Yeah, I'm, I'm a man. I'm not going to defend yeah. Taylor Swift. You know what makes me angry? What? Emails. <laughs> How hard is it to reply to one? If you get sent an email, if you get it, even if you can't reply, just click reply and go, I can't reply right now, I'll reply later. I know you got it. Stop ignoring it. Reply. You know what makes you angry? What? Ian Thorpe. Why? Start swimming again. He's got, like, a bung shoulder. He I can't. don't care. Fix it. You know what makes me angry? Dawn Fraser. Start <laughs> swimming again. You know what makes me angry? What? Grant Hackett. Start swimming again. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. He has. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah. yeah. Um, You know what makes me angry? So, Donald Bradman. Start, start playing, playing cricket, cricket again. <laughs> you know what makes me angry? Sir Richard Berno. Benno, whatever. Start playing cricket again. Who's Richard Berlow? Benno. Richie Benno. Benno. He's not a Richie knight Benno. and he's a commentator. Yeah, he's sir. 
Isn't it? No, he's not. He's not murdered. You know what makes me angry? (laughs) Josh Thomas! I thought you were going to say Richie Benefit. He's not funny! Get him off my TV. Why Why are you on, the, like, the Josh Thomas bandwagon? I love it. It's great. Just, no, you had to piff me over the break, doing as a, Anyway, you know what makes me angry? All right, I don't get a turn this week. Rise <laughs> against. They all sound the same. You know what makes me angry? What? Terrorists. Stop being terrorists. Stop killing people. Just, just no. I don't understand it entirely. Like, I understand bits of it, but... I just feel I need to get angry about them. Just stop it. You know what makes me mildly annoyed? What? Bus drivers. Oh, here we They're go. They're arrogant little poos. <laughs> I want to get to bus with you one day. <laughs> <laughs> you get a stupid bus. You're going to get like the nicest bus driver in the world. Hi, Dakota. Oh, good to see you. You're like, stupid bus driver. Wait till I get my license. <laughs> oh, God, I'm not driving. <laughs> I ripped mine up that day. You know what makes me angry? What? The, the one lane in Liverpool Street still. Like... It's Bedlam! And it's Hobart! We're not meant to have traffic chaos! It's Hobart! For goodness sakes! You know what makes no me... No one drives here? You know what makes me mildly no annoyed? Here. What? <laughs> People are complaining about that, but they're building staff. <laughs> no, but they're changing that permanently to one lane after they've built staff! Protest then! I will! You know what makes me angry? <laughs> what? The cricket! Why? We need more of it. There's not enough at Bill Reeve. We want more. We've had four Hurricanes games. Great. We get an international game next week. Great. We get three World Cup games. Great. I want more. You know what makes me angry? What? Bell Reeve Oval. They changed their name to Brunston Arena. Like three years ago. It's like the definition of Bogan. Well, they need to get sponsored. They need money. You know what else makes me angry? They had to build a new stand. Chad Lowe. He looks too much like Vladimir Putin. There's nothing like Vladimir Putin. Really doesn't. He really does. You know what makes me angry? Right. Dakota. He keeps saying that people look like people and they don't. That's like saying that Michael Cena guy looks like Kevin Bacon. He looks nothing like him. Hey, oh. Kevin. How are you? Hey, hey. What makes you angry, Kevin? Nothing. Hey, you're the man too. Nothing makes Kevin angry. Kevin's just a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin just. Kevin's just Kevin. <laughs> like. You know what makes me angry? Kevin looks himself in the mirror. You know what makes me angry? What? Kevin Bacon. No. Change your damn facial expression, man. No, I'm not accepting that one. Oh, I won't no. accept that. I won't angry. accept that. Kevin no, Bacon, you know, Kevin Bacon gets that. angry and he just looks in the mirror and goes, oh, I'm Kevin Bacon. I don't need to be angry. <laughs> you know what makes me angry? Watch. Cricket Australia or the International, one of those ones. Whoever banned George Bailey. Who cares if he had a slow overrate? Give him a fine or don't let him drink chocolate milk. <laughs> He wants to play in front of his fans, in front of the Booney and the Ponting Stadium, and now you're going to lose a lot of people tomorrow because we've got no George Bailey the Ranger. You know what makes me angry? What? Tony Abbott <laughs> and Taylor Swift. How could Taylor Swift think she can make music? She's not a country artist. She's not even a musical artist. She deserves to just not make music anymore. You stole one of my get angries there. <laughs> you know what oh, makes, sorry. You know what makes me angry? Dakota, he should be here. This is his segment with me. And it's weird doing this with you, but I like it. Do you know what makes me angry? What? The fact that Dakota won't realise he's 15. You know what makes me angry? That he's not here to laugh at 15-year-old jokes, because we know he's 16, but it's funny, because he's 15 when we made those jokes. And yep. Do you know what makes me angry? What? German rabbit breeders. <laughs> Thinking that they know what the Pope is on about. You know? Sorry, I just I just remembered you. You know what makes me angry? Stop waving at people! Do radio and don't care about them! Do you know what makes me angry? What? People that believe in creation. People that don't believe in evolution because 
creationism is taking over the world and making people dumb. You know what makes me angry? What? Me. What? Why? Because I have to leave this show. No. I don't want to. <laughs> you know what makes me angry? What? I don't know, like, <laughs> people, <laughs> cyclists, pedestrians, <laughs> other drivers. It's my roads. Get off. Uh, <laughs> what was last week? You know what makes me mildly annoyed? <laughs> <laughs> you know what makes me angry? What? Josh Thomas. He's going to be brought up today. He's an idiot. He's not funny. <laughs> Go away. You know what doesn't make me angry? What? Kevin Bacon. No, I know. <laughs> Hello, Kevin. G'day, Kev. What's up? What's up, bro? You're the man. Do, do, do you know what makes me angry? <laughs> what? New Zealand not being part of Australia. <laughs> really? Yes. You know what doesn't make me angry? What? New Zealand not being part of Australia. <laughs> No, makes me angry. What? New, New Zealand. Like, join together. Why is there a gap in the middle? It makes me uncomfortable. Like, you don't need two of you. Like a north and a south island. Like, let's draw a line through Oatlands and cut a hole in the middle of Tasmania. <laughs> oh, we've got the north and the... We may as well. We divide may as well, up. yeah. Do you know what makes me angry? What? Western Australia. Yeah. You, you, you're already three hours away. Just keep going. More than three just, hours, Just keep, keep going to Africa. Go away, Western Australia. We don't want you. We don't need you. <sighs> you know what makes me angry? What? I have to end this segment. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we need to do? You know all what? the Chuck Norris facts? Yeah. Change them to Kevin Bacon facts. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah. Stuff Chuck Norris. Like, good on yes. him. But, like, you know, I like the Jack Bauer facts, but I think we need to start Kevin Bacon Kevin facts. Kevin Bacon facts. Like, Chuck Norris facts are so 2006. Uh, yeah. Um, exactly. If you first you don't succeed... You're not Kevin Bacon. Yep. Kevin Bacon named his parents. There is no last page for Kevin Bacon facts. Kevin Bacon can blow bubbles with beef jerky. <laughs> Kevin Bacon takes his temperature using a Geiger counter. Chuck, no, I mean, Kevin Bacon has no... Like, you moved the thing and I can't read it now. Get what? Kevin Bacon has no doors in his house. Just walls he walks in through. When other children play with marbles, Kevin Bacon played with the Death Star. The Titanic didn't hit an iceberg. It hit Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon can calculate the square root... Well, hang on, I lost that one. Where is it? <laughs> yeah, there it is. Kevin Bacon can calculate the square root of a negative number. Kevin Bacon caught the gingerbread man. Kevin Bacon won the Le Mans Auto 24 <laughs> Hours race in 15 minutes. Ke- Kevin Bacon can eat water and drink food. <laughs> what? <laughs> Kevin Bacon's beard... He doesn't have one. Oh, that doesn't make sense. Uh, the expression, I am going to rip your arm off and beat you with it, started when people saw Kevin Bacon doing it. When Kevin Bacon needs to cool down, he pours liquid nitrogen on his head rather than water. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Bacon once ate a sardine can full of killer whales. <laughs> um, Ke- Kevin Bacon can break a plastic bottle in a bar fight. Kevin Bacon cuts a knife with butter. Um, go down. <laughs> That's um, what Kevin Bacon said. <laughs> The only <laughs> the, the only reason the Lion King is in uh, bleh, bleh. the only reason the Lion King that was the lion the, uh, lion is the king of the jungle is because Kevin Bacon has no need for it. Yes, okay. Kevin Bacon owned a Blu-ray player in the sixties. <laughs> <laughs> they made the first one million dollar bill with Kevin Bacon's face on it. The phrase "It ain't over till the fat lady sings." Well, the fat lady is the nickname of Kevin Bacon's right foot. <laughs> 
Kevin Bacon owned... Oh, wait. We did that one. Kevin Bacon is so hard, he uses diamonds as stress balls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a couple more. This is going on a bit. Uh, Kevin Bacon created himself. Kevin Bacon could actually win on Takashi's Castle. Kevin Bacon created the sands of time. Kevin Bacon leaves potholes when he jogs. <laughs> Kevin Bacon doesn't need a bulletproof vest. He was born with it. And Kevin Bacon invented the question mark. Yeah. Kevin Bacon... Uh, Michael Jackson didn't bleach himself white. He saw Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Oh god, this uh, is this is a running joke. This, you're gonna get sick of this. They need to be Kevin Bacon. What are people gonna get sick of first? Kevin Bacon Bacon. or Blue by Eiffel sixty (laughs) five? Hey, whoa! Here's a thought: Kevin Bacon singing Blue by Eiffel sixty five. No, can't comprehend that. My brain doesn't compute. If I had proper like internet hacking skills, change every song on YouTube to Blue by Eiffel sixty five, and everything with Chuck Norris in it to Kevin Bacon. It's like the Rick Rolling, except it's Blue Rolling. So instead of starting off with a, you know, never gonna give you up, it's choo choo! Yo, listen up! Here's a story. One thing though that I will say here, Jeffrey, that we're doing on this show is, um, obviously, as I said at the top of the show, where we, we love you guys, we just love Blue. It's, it's, it's a song that, I haven't got it out of my head in 16 years, and I'm not complaining, because to me, it's one of... Oh, don't tell me. <laughs> it's like the best songs in the history of the world. So what we're trying to do on the show this year is we're trying to play it 100 times in 2015. We're trying to get to the magical century. And I, I don't know if there... I mean, are there still people out there who are religiously playing this song like us? Because we think we might be doing a first here, Jeffrey. We don't know. Oh, that would be great. I mean, first of all, thank you for playing it a hundred times. That would be great. I don't know how much you're going to love us after you play it a hundred times, but I'm, I'm really curious to see what comes out of it. Um, well, I do have to say one thing. We're touring a lot, and Blue is incredible. Every time we we close the concert, because it's the closing song of our show, every time we close the concert with that song, when it gets to that song, it's incredible. Mm. We have we have people out of their minds, and we're talking about eighteen year old kids up to forty five year old you know people that have children and have uh, families and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it's incredible how this song is somehow still working its way into the evergreen market. It is the Wrinkled Heads Radio. We're slightly over, but it's our last show. We're about to close it up. I will throw to Elise Archer though straight away. We've come back into the studio, but Elise, you've got to depart and. I have, and, and I just wanted to say it won't be the same without you, Ben. 11 years on air, I don't think uh, most other announcers last that long on the one show, so congratulations well, on, a, on a mammoth effort. I um, will have to, as I said to everybody else, when it comes to interviewing you now, it might be a bit more serious, so please take me seriously, I know. Police. Do you know which <laughs> section you're going to be reporting in? You know how they have different uh, reporters for different things. If I they don't put know. you in politics, we're all going to die. <laughs> you're all going to just laugh. <laughs> like, no, no, I don't trust you're going to ask ask me anything and like they're kind of like to the worst stories ever i'm just a bit worried the first article's going to be on scrunching and all folding yeah. <laughs> archer scrunches exclusive right now but uh thank you for all your i mean i remember when we first got you back in in 2010 when you were just campaigning and then obviously you were elected and then re-elected and we've had you on plenty of times y- since. you've been through it all with me ben yes we've been there from that point onwards and uh as the only actually no i don't want to say the only tasmanian mp that i know is a Carlton's because there were some before. I don't know if they're still in Parliament. Uh, Jeremy Rockliffe also goes for Carlton, and I know that because we're the only two in our team. <laughs> I think Brian, Brian Whiteman did, but he's no longer... Um, <laughs> I, I'm I, not sure. I think I'm he might have. I'm not sure. Mm. There's a fair few... 
Collingwood. Well, David O'Byrne used to always tweet off yeah, and whenever yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah. But um, well, they used to tragically come into the house with a Collingwood scarf on if they made a final. Isn't that like sacrilegious to the well? Crown you know, well now I would consider that to be a prop, and I'd probably eject them for that. Do it. Yeah. As yeah. a speaker, you should only allow them to wear blue. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> well, Elise, thank you very much, and uh, good luck with everything. And again, thank you for all your time. Thanks, Ben. No thank worries. You. Really appreciate it. Um, you can. Uh, I don't know. Give it to Hamez. How are you? Your first and Hello. last appearance. Hello. Hello. Do, do people actually honestly call you Hamez? Have have people? Um, yeah. Well, uh, like I said to Dakota when he first started talking about me on the brink, um, <laughs> my ex called me Hamez, and um, now my because uh, my brother had a kid recently, and. Um, my like um, uncle Hamez sort of thing. So okay, yeah, it's still sort of going on. Yeah. Kind of like target Tajay and yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of the World Cup last year with Hamez Rodriguez, of mm. course. I mean, it's spelt James, but yes, um, pronounced Hamez. 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 You can get Chelsea Hames. to call you Hamez. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Dakota. Yeah. No problem. Seriously, seriously, just just go up to her. Just feel like stuff. Yeah, I've been on the brink as well. It's not that hard. And um, you will be in like Flint. In like Flint because of the brink. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I know. He has to answer the five questions. No, we don't have time for that now. We're going to say farewell. No, well, Hamid, thank you for coming in this morning for your one appearance. You can pass the log now to. Uh, uh, and I will save you the last mark. Um, you can say the nice words about me at the end. Um, Chris. <laughs> Chris, um, I, I really should have brought in your appearances because you've been in here heaps, which is a good thing. You've yeah, always a number of times. I was just saying before that I was definitely here for the 200th and the 300th. Absolutely. I think I missed the next couple, though. Mm, I'm pretty sure, yeah, but you were definitely 2-3. I remember yeah, those. Yeah, definitely here for those. And then the random times just to promote some sort of theatrical thing or just to come in and just chat about footy. Yes. Well, and you, you were on our um, Sledge on the Edge. And various quiz times. Yes, of, of course. course. You made the semis, I think, one year, because that I was did. when uh, David made the final. Yeah, that's right. Um, was that that's my brother. footy year, I'm thinking? He made uh, it for Brisbane? Because he's obviously... Yes, that's right. Yes, Brisbane. yes, it was Brisbane versus Fremantle in the final. That's, that's right. right, it was. Yeah, that's never going to happen in real life, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe Fremantle again, but Brisbane, what's going on there? Uh, they're getting better. They've got a, a really good midfield this year. Okay. They've, they've been recruiting very wisely. Right. So so now that you don't have this to outlet all your theatrical stuff, yeah. um, make sure, again, we, we mentioned to Adam and Tom before when we spoke to them, we're going to leave like their business cards here, so whatever breakfast <laughs> show takes over, they yeah. can just obviously, you, you can come in. Still. I do have a business card, but I don't think I have any on me. Well, that's not I'll good. I'll just have to leave a piece of paper just, with my name on just it. Just graffiti on the desk. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll write it, I'll cross Kevin Bacon's phone. Hey, no, no, don't you not deface the bacon. Not deface the bacon. There was outrage. Outrage <laughs> everywhere. Just then. Well, thank you, Chris. We really appreciate it. Congratulations that. on your job, mate. That's a really fantastic thing to happen, and so well done. Thank well you done. very and much. Good luck with that. Thank you very much. Uh, Stewie. Uh, you've been a co-host on this show really only for about six or so months, but uh, you've filled a void. You've done your job. Yeah, look, uh, I feel that um, it's been a privilege sitting across from your benelicious self because you're special. Bruce has just made an appearance yes, again. Well, Brucey boy. <laughs> um, yeah, look, um, certainly it's been good, you know, to have to be on here with you and reconnect with old old college mates. You know, I remember back in the day. Um, <laughs> you were in Killfield 1 Yes 
Yes, I was in the... Oh, Chris one. looked up when I said kill feels like, oh, God, not that. Um, but, Stewie, thank you very much uh, for your time, mate. Really appreciate your help. You're all right, and thank you for letting me do the science segment. Anytime. Well, not anytime. Amazing. I won't be here anymore, but um, you know what I mean. Uh, Paul, uh, you could, this Paul. Uh, <laughs> Seattle Paul. Uh, Seattle Paul. Thank you. You've uh, only made a few appearances, but they've been memorable. You were on our only Super Bowl edition. but right, um, yes. This sort of is a, a Super Bowl light edition. But, uh, yeah, thank you very much. And, obviously, I'll still be involved in the ice hockey. I'll still be calling those games, so you'll still oh, see me those. So uh, they'll be all online now. But, um, yeah. But thank you for your appearances. I was going to I was gonna ask you off air if you were still going to do the ice hockey. No, I'm still doing the ice hockey, absolutely. Right, because you were. You, we we both were voted most valuable non-players. Exactly, year, but again, so. I wouldn't have this top so. if it wasn't for true. doing that. So. That's true. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, well, thank you very much, Paul, and uh, we will no doubt cross paths. And great job on the photos. Good job of those. Keep that work. Uh, other Paul, Mr. Latrell, uh, I don't know if you want to hold that microphone or you want to go to Dakota's. Hold the microphone. Um, you've also been around here for about a year or so now, and yeah. obviously you're still going to be continuing with me on Survivor Oz, but um, yep. mate, it's been a lot of fun, and thank you for making your Tuesdays uh, a Brink Tuesday. Yeah, it's been good having a bit of a whinge on a Tuesday morning. <laughs> ah, whinge? No. We're yeah. a happy show. Yeah, I'll continue on with ice hockey as well, and yes, uh, make sure be. that I rub it in Dakota's face, having a jersey like yours as well yeah. Paul has one well, next year, year next year I might get one well, you've got to show up to the games Dakota I, oh, I, I can't catch a bus look, look yeah. I have other responsibilities and you have to uh, you You're have to 16. watch more <laughs> you have to watch more players okay. than just Marcus Bendel as well yes well, thank you Paul and other uh, teams exist other than the Falcons Dakota so we yeah. appreciate we appreciate your time on the show mate thank you very yeah, much it's been good right. Dakota Yep. Um, yeah, you were good. And Mark, uh, <laughs> thank you. You were our very first and only intern. Um, you established yourself into a co-host. Um, you've been a very interesting co-host. But uh, seriously, you've you've learned a lot. I hope I've taught you some things. I've taught you how to be an angry, bitter old man when you get to like twenty-seven. But um, I I appreciate you giving up all your time. Obviously, yep. your school holidays. Every morning you were in here. You could have been sleeping in, but. Thank you very much for everything that you've done for this show, Dakota. And thank you for having it. me. I know you've been trying to get your job for like ages. So mm. Good luck on it. Yeah. yeah. Just a word of advice when you graduate from uni, keep pushing. Uh, <laughs> uh, you thought I was going to say something else there. Yeah. Mark, manager of Edge Radio, um, thank you for allowing me this outlet to be an idiot. And uh, not cancelling me the first time you heard it. I'm sure that was very tough. But um, His face says yes. <laughs> you, you speak for all the... I've, I've been, had many managers here at Edge, but uh, you, you've, you've been one of them. Thank you. And you've been one of the presenters <laughs> that I've worked with too, Ben. Um, no, no, look, I'd, I'd, I'd firstly like to thank you for... Coming on uh, full time, it was one of the aims uh, a couple of years ago. I've been in the chair two and a half years, and um, along with previous program managers and current one, Alistair, we, we wanted to have a breakfast show. You picked it up and ran with it, and ran with it brilliantly. And, and you're very inclusive, and that's uh, that's the hallmark of community radio. So you fitted right in, and this posse that we've got in here today and all the guests that you've paraded is testament to the fact that you have communicated and connected with um, with Greater Hobart and so that's fantastic and that's a, a, that's a real credit to you and your personality and, and the way you are um, and it's also provided Edge with the opportunity to have some consistent programming in breakfast 
And I know that the commercials will be wrapped you're going because <laughs> you, you shake their tree and that's what we love to do. And through you and Edge, it's been a great partnership. So, look, on behalf of, you know, all of the staff and, and of course, I'm speaking on behalf of the board as well, um, we wish you the best. We're sorry to see you go, but... This is what community radio is. It's an opportunity for people to come in, develop their skills, develop their connection, uh, show their passion, which is what you've done, and that you've taken it to another professional level in the media is credit to you. And uh, we, we wait for the chair to be filled with somebody else to give them an opportunity. But we will never forget the brink, and we will never forget Ben Waterworth. So on behalf of all of us here, Ben, it's been a wonderful ride. Thank you. Best of luck for the future. Well, thank you very much, mate. Kevin Bacon might be available. Um, I don't know if you want to get him here. Uh, well, I guess that's it. Um, I will say uh, we've had uh, 1,325 guests over three different shows, over 686 episodes. Uh, very first guest was Lisa Singh, who we had on the show. Uh, technically, our last guest I've written here was Jeffrey J, but it's actually you, Hummus, because um, you, you will count as a new guest. But, thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on here. Um, we've had 16 different hosts. I, I don't want to go over all of them. Um, but to everyone who's ever come on here and hosted a show, uh, thank you very much. Um, we've put out a lot of these. Um, still continuing on, of course, through Survivor Oz, one of our spin-off shows, uh, which is available online. And, of course, Qualifying Lap will be making appearances on Edge uh, throughout um, the, the coming months, hopefully. Um, and it, it's been it's been fun. I think when I first started doing this, I didn't expect to be still here 11 years later. Um, it was by circumstance that I even continued continued on after doing it at Elizabeth College and it's sort of been part of my life now for 11 years so it's very sad that I have to leave um I love doing this more than anybody can ever know so it's uh it's difficult but uh obviously you've got to move on at some point and go where the career takes you so thank you to everybody who's tuned in over the years everybody who's appeared on the show to edge for allowing me this outlet it has been an honor and i look forward to coming back one day perhaps and annoying you guys you know maybe one day but uh for the last time hobart thank you for the journey thank you for everything thank you kevin bacon for being alive and until we next speak again keep sucking those oranges hobart and good night so being here uh, learning a whole bunch of southern customs i guess and everything else in between and as i mentioned of course staying in the house of a former survivor now i mentioned before Staying in the house of a celebrity, uh, you know, by many eye, many people's eyes, T-Bird is a celebrity, but we were mentioning going out to dinner before. This is the first time in my entire life I've ever been to a restaurant where they've got, like, a celebrity wall, and, uh, you know, here I am heading out to dinner with somebody who's on the celebrity wall. Um, you know, I, I would be intrigued to think that... Does that not entitle you to some sort of free food or something, or free something, given that you are on that wall up there next to some other big names? Yeah, well, I guess it didn't work out tonight. <laughs> did you did you ever did you ever use your celebrity back in the day when you were kind of you know having T Bird Cooper Day and all these sort of things and getting the key to the city? Did did you ever you know try and swindle something out of it? No, no, not even no, once. No, 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 no. Because Ben, for me, a matter of fact, and I can tell you this story when I met my husband, who we've been married now almost five months. When I met him. I never mentioned anything about Survivor because that would be, it would be like you, when we went tonight, you said, did you 
did you point this out to your husband when y'all first time y'all came to eat here because he's been there to eat before and i'm like no that would be that would be cheesy who would do that did you did you did you but so so when i met glenn finally i don't know how long we had gone out and dated before he finally said it he asked me about being on the show because he never watched it Mm -hmm. and i don't know how he had heard about it i don't even know because i never mentioned it because that would be cheesy so I, I don't know if you ever watched Friends, but there was that episode where Joey was um, he was trying to get his face up on like the wall, and he eventually did, but he he wanted it to be positioned because he was taking a girl out to dinner. So he was like, he was like sit me near the table, and he ended up getting there, but the girl just did not pay because he was trying to you know impress her. So like I thought maybe you could have taken Glenn out and been like, oh look, there's the pitch, you know, trying to impress him, you know, like that. No, that didn't. And Survivor hadn't impressed him at all. <laughs> if if anything, it's been more of an aggravation. But he's been a trooper as far as second chances, helping with my campaign. He didn't help with the campaign. He ran the whole campaign. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, T-Bird, you didn't get on. But but it wasn't, be- <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't because... The next time, he's not running your campaign. No, no, he, I was going to say, it wasn't, heard me anyway. yeah. it wasn't because he didn't work on it. Day- I mean, he did I mean, he did everything. Mm-hmm. And a matter of fact, he was probably... Well, I was disappointed. He may have been just about as disappointed as I was because he worked so hard for the two weeks to get me out there. So he, he's been wonderful. All right. I just, I, I, we, we'll, bring, we'll ask Glenn a question over here quickly. Glenn's here. Glenn, welcome to the brink, first of all. Hello. Hello. Now, um, now surely that is kind of impressive to, to be able to go to a restaurant though like that tonight to, to, you know, be like, I'm married to a girl up there on the celebrity wall. Um, yeah, but, you know, if you know... T-Bird, the way we all know her, she's she's not like that, you know. She's she's not like, hey, look at me, you know. I did this or did that. She's uh, she's a very genuine person that uh, you know, kind of her actions kind of speak everything, mm-hmm. and she she cares so much about people. So um, no, she's very humble. Totally trying to big wig you guys up here a bit tonight, but it's you're very humble down here in the south, aren't you? It's 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 the southern way. It is a little bit, but you know, getting back to what you were talking about when we first started dating, she didn't tell me she was on Survivor or any of that, and I kind of discovered that. But she drove this car, and it was painted on both sides. I was on Survivor, <laughs> and you know, and I, it, it was after about three, four months. You know, I, I asked her about that, and she did admit, yes, I was on <laughs> you know, now that's, that's where she's trying to talk herself up to impress you. you know? Yeah, and inside the house, there's, this, there's survivor signs everywhere. So I thought that was a lot, so I did ask her about that. <laughs> and honey, you didn't mention that it was a T-bird. That all the signs are on. The car was a T-bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then literally, you still have the T-bird, but T-bird has the T-bird. So, so. Yes, it's true. She did not tell me, but I did eventually ask her. About and, and had you watched, like, did you watch Survivor back in the day when she was on? Was it something saw, you did watch? I saw, I believe, the first two seasons, uh, and I, I, I guess I lost interest in the show. I, right. I don't know. You, you saw know, T-Bird uh, on Africa and thought, no, I don't want to say her. No, I don't think I, <laughs> I, I think, I think the show lost me before that. Whatever I was into, I, I, I don't know. And have you gone back and watched her since you've been with her? Oh, yes. And yeah. what, did, what, did you, what did you think? And, and actually, since we've been together, um, I've watched 
uh, pretty much every episode of you know every season for the last I guess five years. Yeah. So and I love the show now. I, I love it and certainly love her season too. Kate travels uh, a little bit further north from Atlanta into the Tri Cities area in Tennessee and uh, thrilled to be joined for I guess her first time on the brink. But I mean Survivor Oz was an arm and umbrella underneath the brink anyway. Uh, from season five of survivor you might know her uh, from of course uh the wonderful tenure vance tenure welcome back to a show that i'm talking from hello how how how's it going how how's it all been treating you this weekend having to put up with this random australian staying in your house it was very fun it actually got me out doing stuff um all weekend which was fun except for today was kind of our lazy day but got to see big tom who i adore and bristol motor speedway um the tennessee vols we went and watched ben's first college football game first yes. football game period yes and they won 55 to nothing and he looked good in orange so that's <laughs> good that's good i've been converted because the funny thing is is i generally have a team i guess in every of the major league sports here and um i'll go along to other games even if i don't support them but i'm not one to i guess buy merchandise for teams that i don't go for i don't have a team in college football i was in georgia a week ago you know when t-bird and glenn could have easily converted me to georgia didn't even try so yes i've rocked up to a vols game i've worn orange and i've got my team and a decent team i think if they can win 55 nothing that's right and they beat georgia her team so that's maybe (laughs) maybe she knew better than to convert you Yes, yes, exactly. But I, I've enjoyed my time here. It's a, it's a nice area. I, I've enjoyed uh, Tennessee. So you're, you're born and raised here in Tennessee, of course? Yes. Yes. So, I mean, what is it about the great state of Tennessee that people who are maybe coming to America from Australia, you know, what, what can they experience in this state? I would say, first of all, uh, good southern cooking, which is always good. Mm-hmm. Um, the mountains, which are beautiful, especially right now, the leaves have kind of started to fall off. But um, beautiful time of year to come, and the weather's great. Um, and the friendliness, the people here are so friendly. And when I lived in Florida, it you know it's just not the same. And you can get a good glass of sweet tea and <laughs> some pecan pie, and yeah. sit on your porch and have a fire and it's just fun i mean it's it's just a different environment it's more slow paced i've i've enjoyed it and i mean i generally find most americans friendly everywhere i go but i mean southern hospitality in georgia here in tennessee it certainly has been been very very nice and i mean the atmosphere at the the game just going back to that like i think todd uh tanya's husband was saying ninety-eight thousand people at this game yesterday and and this wasn't even between like one of your rivals wasn't this is just kind of a, a team that you were i guess expected to beat which you quite clearly did yeah it was our homecoming game against a small tennessee tech um but yeah when you get a into the, some of the big rivals like Alabama, Georgia, you know, we've got over 100,000 people going. I think it's the fifth largest stadium mm. in the um, football world. So it's actually more than you get an NFL game. So it's pretty pretty fun. It's crazy. Uh, speaking of Todd, uh, Tanya's uh, husband has joined us. Say, say good day to Australia, Todd. Hello, good day. Can, can, you give us, can you give us a shrimp on the barbie impersonation? You've been doing it all weekend. Throw another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> Sounds very, very Australian. Um, yes. No, very not. <laughs> very not. So what about, can you give us a shrimp on the barbie? Oh, no. No, no. no. You, your face. Bloke. 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 <laughs> I can say, fuck you, Disney. Like, I get your live action remakes of, like, the Beauty and the Beast and fucking Jungle Book. They've got humans in it. Okay. 
Makes sense. How are you live-actioning the Lion King? Are you going to get some actual lions and train them? Like, you're still going to be cgi It's bullshit. Fuck you. To, to their defence. No, not to their defence. No, Don't no, you no, start no, on no, this. No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> to their defence, they are using James L. Jones. One person. Still. Like, fuck Beyonce being Nala. She's not Nala. The original Nala's Nala. Where's Jonathan Taylor Thomas as young Simba and Matthew Broderick? And I love John Oliver, but he's not Zazu. Robin Williams is Zazu. Fuck Disney. It's because it, it's... <laughs> I love Marvel, yeah, I love Star the... Wars, and I'm glad you bought Fox because it might mean the X-Men can finally come into Marvel and the Fantastic Four, but fuck you for making a live-action movie of a movie that's barely even old and out of the freaking cinemas. It's The Lion King. It's untouchable. Dude, that's almost 20... It's 23 no, years old, No, it happened it? two days ago. I'm not that old. <laughs> 23 years ago. Shut up. <laughs> I remember seeing it at the movies and buying them a little... I had a little Nala toy, which I took with me because I had a crush on Nala. But I was seven and <laughs> it was a lion. But I don't know how that worked, all right? Leave my Lion King love alone. It's an amazing... Like, I don't even like animated movies. They're dumb. But, like, don't ruin the Lion King. <laughs> All right. If they remake Jurassic Park, I am I am going to like I am going to North Korea, and I am joining whatever his name is, and I'm going to nuke America. <laughs> okay, just 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 to recap, within the last ten minutes, <laughs> you have spouted hatred towards Indigenous. Hey, Australian. that was impersonating you. <laughs> I do not agree with you those have, opinions. You 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 have. Told Disney to get F. Well, they should. You have. <laughs> you, you have announced you have some weird bestiality fetish. Hey, I did admit recently that I was in love with a horse lines. on the Ewok, Ewok recap. That was a bloody good looking horse, but anyway. <laughs> and now you're saying you're going to defect to essentially the world's M- enemy. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a matter of perspective, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, even the Nazis were respected by some corners of the world. Yeah, I'm going to recommend a movie. I think we need to step away from this for a minute. Not the remake of The Lion King. Can we also point out, in 2017, the age of political correctness and acceptance Mm -hmm. and everything else along those lines, in a day and age where we're accepting and of gender-neutral people, of everything along these lines, why is it automatically assumed that that stick figure... Is a man. I can. Okay. Well, let's let's back up. We can probably understand why it might be perceived as yes. a man, as we're constantly seeing the unconscious bias that is in society. That that person could easily be a a female in pants, pants. A, a t-shirt, yeah. short naked. haired, well naked as well. Mm. Who? I mean, in what way does that yeah. automatically? And how do we know what's up that dress? Well, look, we I, don't. I did see somebody during the week point out that, hey, Scottish people are happy because I come across now with my yeah. kilt. Good on them. I just feel that, like, this is, this. if you're going to change it like this, adopt the American model, yeah. which legitimately does not have pictures of people. It's generally just a picture walk. of a hand or yeah. signs that say walk, don't yeah, walk. we do have, like, in Tasmania, we've got multiples of all of them because we've got, like, the figures and we've got walk. And like, stop. And we've got hand, and which is weird. We have all three of them. 
which has made the confusing people. Both yeah. of our heads need to be, you know, observing things. But I mean, this is this is just—is this not political correctness gone mad? It is a bit of political correctness gone mad. And again, the amount of money, like. I, I know plenty of, of feminists and I, and I applaud them. They're fantastic. They're fighting for equal rights. It's what they should do. But not once have I ever heard a feminist, when they're arguing for equal rights, say, one of the things that I, I am so against that must be changed in society is those sexist traffic lights. Yep. <laughs> I hear it all the time. Just, just stop. Yeah. There is moments in life where you just want to say, Stop. Yeah. Just, I'm out. Yeah, I'm done. In a second, it's going to be like, oh, the traffic lights are all boys' colours. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, red well, okay. is, a, is a, you know, yeah. like, and, and the one I perfectly saw also during the week is children's crossings. There's there's a picture of a stick figure with a dress with children yes. crossing the road. Mm-hmm. As somebody pointed out, where's the male version of that then? Men can also take their kids to school. What other traffic signs are men on? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, road work. There's like a picture of a man oh, yeah. digging the thing. Why isn't there a Women dress? Women can be tradies. Yeah, exactly. That's sexist. Uh, think what um, else? There's plenty out there. Kangaroos. The sign warning that there's kangaroos ahead. There's no kangaroos with dresses on. No. Why are they only men kangaroos? Yeah. Yep. Where are the female kangaroos? Exactly. You know? Yep. That's that's a, that's a perfect agree. one. The the little road that curves, like, you know, warning slippery conditions. Why isn't there a dress on that road? Okay, it could be a, a female road. No, well, we're, we're, we're being logical here. <laughs> it's it's unconscious bias, Dakota. I <laughs> automatically assume that road's a male. I don't even think, like, the Melbourne Committee for Melbourne... <laughs> Uh, wait, I don't know. I love know. Melbourne. Melbourne is Melbourne great. Melbourne is fantastic. Yeah. But Melbourne, no, yeah. fail. Fail and no fail, fail. Yeah. All right? And I love the fact that good. they've gone and gotten a, a photo of uh, three three girls standing underneath a traffic light of a, of a stick figure, which they've also written in brackets, digitally altered. Um, so I can imagine that the Herald Sun photographer here, Jason Edwards is his name. Jason's like, hey, you know, this is your assignment. You've got to go out and get a picture of three girls standing under a traffic light, smiling, because they're happy that finally, after years of oppression, they can finally cross the roads. Yes. <laughs> I honestly think that, for the most part, they've probably, like, interviewed, say, 20 people People on the street. Yeah. 18 of them have gone, really? And they've found two women who have been like, yeah, finally, equal rights. <laughs> this is a review of Caff's Restaurant and Cafe Bar in Canberra. Uh, it reads, last visit. I just had the worst dinner ever at a restaurant I've been going to for over 30 years. <laughs> she must have been, she must live in Australia because she, she must live in Canberra. She said she's been going to this restaurant for over 30 years. Oh. Um, Sorry, Ken. I think the parents of this family iconic restaurant have retired and the menu has changed considerably. I ordered the special because my pepper fillet steak is no longer on the menu. Oh, poor Mary. Atlantic salmon, asparagus and hollandaise and mashed potatoes. That is pretty basic, is it? <laughs> but Cap's chef gave it a new twist that failed miserably. Sea pictures. Oh. It was stacked <laughs> and topped with packet hollandaise. Gross. <laughs> Mashed potato on the bottom, then barely blanched, uncooked asparagus pieces, then salmon covered with thick packet hollandaise. Get over the hollandaise, Mary. <laughs> when, when paying the bill, I was asked, how was it? I replied, disgusting. I don't do. I don't eat packet hollandaise. Oh. <laughs> Bar attendant replied, <laughs> you're kidding. I said, no. He said, have a good night. 
amazingly bad customer service. He just said have a good night. That is not bad customer service. You're a bad customer. <laughs> she replies, Timmy's kitchen around the corner, thank goodness, hasn't changed. Well, good. Oh. <laughs> At least Timmy's kitchen stayed the same. Oh, my God. Oh, oh hang on. Amber rest- oh, have you got one more? Or- oh, I'm out. Oh, hang on. I've got one here with a reply from the restaurant. Oh. All right. Quarter deck in Naruma. Uh, no, Riverside Drive, Naruma in New South Wales. All right. One star. I won't be back. My feelings were hurt when I heard... <laughs> Good. <laughs> I can't read this. When at quite a distance, the waitress at the coffee machine mimicking my order before I was even asked by a second waitress. I was... Made- oh, God, she doesn't like this. I don't think she'll come on the show. I was made a subject of fun because I always order the same breakfast. That was so mean. Too touchy? I am today. <laughs> and then there's a response. Uh, <laughs> so this is the owner of the quarter deck in the rumor. Yes, Mary, where to start? <laughs> oh, I love it already. Oh, my God. Mary, I don't normally respond to reviews. But this time, I must, as to leap to the defence of my wonderful staff. Firstly, Mary, I love when he keeps using the name. You know, shit's real when you keep using a person's name in a sentence. The waitress in the distance was the other owner, my wife, Robin. Oh, there's Robin. Robin had the mimic. Explaining to a younger waitstaff your particular order. That's all. As you never order off the menu and have very exact requirements. Oh, of course she does. Oh, I love it. Is that hollandaise in a packet? I won't eat it. Uh, I love it when they fight back against Mary. For every item on the dish and in the past, we have failed with the wrong toast or not toasted enough. Oh, dick owner here. I love this guy or girl. I love this person. (laughs) I'm just going to read that again. This is literally what it says. As you never order off the menu and have very exact requirements for every time, a very item on the dish. What? Every item on the dish and in the past we have failed with the wrong toast or not toasted enough or egg too runny or something with the bacon or three-quarter coffee too high or too low and on and on it goes. (laughs) Brilliant. This is great. We have many people that eat here and do not order off the menu like you, but the difference is they are all grateful and a pleasure to look after. You... (laughs) Hang on. It gets better. It gets better. You not so much as the young ones find you rude. Thank you for your review. Thank you for not coming back. Drop mic. <laughs> wow. When they fight uh, back against Mary. I love the That's owner funny. of the... We need to, like, ring up the quarter deck in Naruma and just be like, do you remember Mary? Oh, Mary. Uh, <laughs> That's perfect. She's got a reputation. Oh, she does. <laughs> I was, however, once in chicken feed as a kid. Yeah, and I was wearing my school uniform, and an old lady came up to me, and she's like, "Is this where the plugs are?" And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) "Sorry, you know, like awkward, you know, fifteen-year-old me." And she's like, "I mean, you should know." Don't be so rude. Where are the plugs? And I was like, oh. Um, Chill a review for you on Facebook. Perhaps, perhaps you should. Perhaps I could direct your attention to a staff member over there. And she actually thought I worked there because of my school uniform. Because it was like a blue shirt. 
anyway really <laughs> embarrassing and i just kind of was like <laughs> she mistakes mistaken you for a uh, famous chicken feed a famous for, for, chicken she, feed chicken no for the staff member and then i was just like <laughs> all you need is chicken sidled feed. away and then she was just like oh bloody young people these days and it, <laughs> you know i was like Bitch, just, I don't just think work now here. jackie yeah. she's probably dead now that makes me really sad in my heart, Ben. Mm, sorry. Thought I'd make you feel better. Such is the rhythm of life. Oh, look, I think it'd probably be... Um, oh, <laughs> this is... A, I think Joe Cornish. Joe... Oh, wow. That would... Like, you know, we could get up a celebrity boxing match there. I think that would work out she well. Can hit me in the face any time. Well, can I just quickly say, to close this out, one person that I would like to see you punch in the face, that is uh, somebody who had a bit of running recently, Tony Cochran, our dear friend CEO of yes. the Gold Coast. Yeah. We, we have a long-running thing after all that happened the other week here, Will, that we're just basically calling him a douche. So, yep. um, I, I mean, look, I'm not going to put you on the, the spot. Well, you can. if you Please call him a douche. You want to I have, him? basically, yeah. I, I, can you utter the phrase for me, Tony Cochran is a douche? Tony Cochran is a douche. Thank you. <laughs> Premier seal of approval. Yeah. Will Hodgman, done and dusted. Now it's like, oh, my team, what I'm going to... Oh, oh, you've got skinheads going for West Ham. I think, I think Gabriel to- goes to West Ham right there. He sounds like he was about to throw something. <laughs> That's because I was, I almost took him off my lap. He, he, <laughs> he nearly lap. dropped his child. <laughs> no, I want him off my lap, but... Get off my lap! Get on the floor! <laughs> I ain't seen it. Uh, <laughs> I'm touching the computer! Um, <laughs> you are literally moments away from putting him in the bin. <laughs> Get in there! <laughs> no, I, okay, no, I've changed <laughs> his nappy that many times. That, uh, there's been ones where I've been tempted. <laughs> This is probably nice. the funniest interview I've ever done. <laughs> just got... Every time we have a chat, I've, we've, we've got this thing going where I say something politically incorrect and you run with it. That's how it works. <laughs> but now we've got, the, we've got the vocal minority out there having a whinge <laughs> as voiced by your child. <laughs> Here's a funny thing. I'm giving him the butt of a gun to chew on. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> And I'll take a oh. photo of it. <laughs> He's not happy about that gun. I didn't want this one, Daddy. I want an AK-47. <laughs> I just want to. I want to sneak up. I just want to. He's he's talking to the bros here, and I don't know how we're going to do this. Just going to wait. I feel like I feel like we're going to be rude. You hear Rod playing in the background still? Do you think we can achieve our goal here? Right, here we go. Hang on. Can I really... Oh, he's getting dacked. I just want to quickly say, David, we're recording for the podcast of Brink. You love our show. Now, while you get dacked, you're about to play the drums. Happy birthday, first of all. Thank you. You're about to play the drums. Yes. Now, what can we expect from you playing the drums? Probably some bad timing. Yep. uh, Some missed beats. Some shocking drum rolls where I don't come back in on the one. Yep. uh, And much of a muchness, really. Sounds like your political career. (laughs) Is that a fair assessment or... Fair, fair, harsh. I can say that now. Fair, All right. Well, uh, happy birthday. I thought we'd just at least say hello to you since we're at your party. Excellent. uh, It's been a long time since you've been in the brink. brink at the party. Yes, yes, exactly. Indeed. There's always a party when the brink's here. Always a party when the brink's here. We're using that as a soundbite. Thank you very much. That seems like a really dumb thing to me, but I don't know. I mean, is it warranted? Like, I, I feel that the rare occasions you hear of men losing their penis 
they just lose their penis, don't they? That's what strap-ons are for. <laughs> yep, Mallory, Mallory knows how to answer the questions. That's what strap-ons are for. Um, would you want one, though? Like, if my penis fell off right now and they're like, here's blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, okay, the obvious thing is like, oh, look, you've got a bigger one. But, like, that penis has been in other people. Like... I mean, I guess a heart transplant's been in another person. But, like, the person with the heart doesn't take their heart out and put it in and out, in and out, in and out of other people. I think we like Mallory's answer better of that's what strap-ons <laughs> are for. Um, maybe they need to invent a strap-on heart transplant, then we solve some... Yeah, yeah that sums just, it up. Just move on. Yes. It's let's, okay. uh... Well, it's time Food. to... Close. <laughs> are, you, are you okay? Food. Are you okay? Shall Food. I... <laughs> Tickle you a bit. Um, food. <laughs> glory. It's food. Bread, waffles, and Keep tar- sucking those oranges, Go- Hobart, oh, yeah. and good night. That's got to do more of a wrap up. Food. <laughs> like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And Instagram. Brink's on Instagram, but you can follow me on Instagram, <laughs> NYC55David. Follow Mallory at life underscore of underscore Mal. She posts so much, you'll be uh, inundated by all her posts. You will. Um, we're on YouTube. We're on is, YouTube. Which is nice. You can su- subscribe. Yep. Do you subscribe to our YouTube channel? I don't have a YouTube account. How excited are you for the Brink Unleashed 9? <laughs> so excited! <laughs> <laughs> My face is going to be on the TV screen. We might edit you out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little pouty face. Food. <laughs> Driver. I do love your uh, lyric in that one. A subtle reference, I feel, to a classic Aussie song when it comes to uh, Kookaburra sits in an old gum tree, which uh, kind of to say, oh, that's, great, that's connection, great connection it. here to Australia, guys. Thanks for that. <laughs> that's right. We forgot oh, about that. That's that right. funny. Yeah. yeah. Which is it's funny because I didn't realise how much well known that song is overseas. I, 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 as an Australian, we're kind of in a bubble, and then all of a sudden, when I chat to some Americans, they're like, "Yeah, we love that song about that kookaburra," and I'm like, "Dude, you guys know that song? What's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> well, the way it works in our family is our father loved the song, and our sister Hilda was a guitar player and singer, and every time she picked up the guitar, he would make her play it for him. Wow. So that kind of became symbolism of something, but there it was. Wow, wow. Well, you know, we we appreciate that. We appreciate that. (laughs) What is the stupidest thing you've done for no money? I don't know. I'm going to say this. (laughs) This show. I've been doing it for 15 years, people. Not made a cent. And still I keep doing this crap for no reason. You listeners don't appreciate the bullshit. I've got to go through to press record on a computer. Sorry, Mallory, are you going to ask the question? I agree. <laughs> You've only been doing this for like a year and a half. I love you. Wow. See what happens? This is why we have so many co-hosts on this show. It's like, you know, what are we up to, like 20 now? It's like, Jesus Christ, Ben. Oh, you're still doing the brink. Oh, ah, ah. You ask about cheese. Oh, that's funny. Oh, folding and scrunching. Lol. God, you're so funny, aren't you? You're 32 and you're living in Invercargill. Big man. Are you okay? Hitting the big time on this show. Yep. Yeah. Your knee is getting very close to my uh, anaconda. Um, and now you're touching my penis. That's lovely. <laughs> uh, I really hope your mum is listening to this. 
Can I just point out, she just sexually assaulted me. I did not give her permission to do that. That is sexual assault right here on the podcast. She, she groped me. I want to file a complaint. I'm calling triple one. She sexually assaulted me on this podcast. It's not a laughing matter. I just don't understand why you say it out loud, like, immediately. Like. Because you're still touching my doodle. <laughs> just calm down, all right? Wait till we at least off air before you start feeling me up. All right? We are going to leave right now and end this podcast. <laughs> Jesus, Piggy McGee's on the show right now. <laughs> Stop it! Uh, like as always, follow us on Twitter, subscribe. Oh, what is she doing? I've seen a duck's penis, um, okay. as in like in a documentary, and duck's penises are curved. They're like, not curved, they're like uh, spirals. So, um, they're like a corkscrew spiral, and That's female disgusting. ducks actually have like a corkscrew vagina. So, um, yeah. um, ducks don't have sex. What? Uh, no, so how are ducks born? Ducks lay eggs. But ducks still have sex. No. Yeah. No. Look it up. No. <laughs> I'm going to lose our list of questions if I Google it, though. What's okay. the most unusual penis you've seen, Mallory? Um, I like Rich's answer, and I'm going to steal it. There's no such thing as an unusual penis. They're all unusual. They all are funny looking. See, I don't agree with that. I do. I used to have this conversation with Anthony. We can say that on here because he used to be a co-host of the brain. He doesn't listen. Um, and see, no, I don't agree. Like, penises are all kind of the same, really. Ducks don't have sex. Well, whereas vaginas are more interesting. Oh. They're, they're unique. I'm right, aren't I? See, like, there are times when I'm right, there are times when you're right, but this time I'm right. She's jumped on the phone and has Googled, do ducks have sex? Aren't we educating you today? I thought the birds didn't have sex because they lay eggs. But they, they, they have sex, don't they? I'm so confused. I told you they have sex. Hence why there is a corkscrew penis and a corkscrew vagina. This is legitimately true. This I'm is absolute so facts. confused. Do ducks not lay eggs? I'm sure they do, but like animals that lay eggs can still have sex. Sharks have sex, they lay eggs. Crocodiles, I'm sure, have sex, they lay eggs. Platypus probably have sex, they lay eggs. Like, just because you lay eggs doesn't mean you don't have sex. I think. I mean, ducks have sex. Why are we talking about ducks having sex? Like, this is not cool, man. Can we ask the next question? (laughs) Ducks do lay eggs, but they also have sex. Who knew that was a thing? Not Mallory. Maybe you can lay eggs. I showed Mallory a map off air. I'm not good at Europe. You're not good at most geography. Um, No, I'm good at some geography. Okay, then give me uh, three countries in South America. Go. Peru, Brazil... Is Peru not in South America? Yeah, it is. I didn't say it wasn't. Why are you laughing? I'm not laughing. In Argentina. Well done. Good job. That was easy. Now give me three countries in Eastern Europe. Go. France? No, Eastern is the right-hand side, isn't it? Wow. <laughs> west is the left-hand side. Uh, I think we're just going to go <laughs> Wait, on to the next segment. I got East and West confused. Go back. <laughs> Oh, 
listening to some news from all those um, Russia, Eastern European countries like France, Russia, Ukraine, involved in the Soviet Union. Other things over there. Um, Um, Russia, your time has passed, my dear. I can't think of a third one anyway. (laughs) I think you need to have some homework Mm. for the next week. What is beside Ukraine? Lots and of Russia. Uh, so today, if the you're listening really to really white us, ones. <laughs> what? Isn't the, that this the really white part of Europe, not the kind of white part? Of just, just Europe. stop right now. Usually, it's me who's saying things like that. Like, just, just you go in the corner over there and see if there's a nugget over there or something. Is this the like reverse racism thing that people talk about? I just think you. But need I'm to stop. white. Congratulations. Um, What's beside Russia and the Ukraine? Lots of countries. Like the, you've what? Got, <laughs> Give me an move example. on. Move on. All right. We're going to be here all night. Just, just stop it. <laughs> it's today's the day right now. We're finding Europe out. Is bad. All right, your microphone's going off. Um, for the rest of this segment, compose yourself. You've got a phone in front of you. Google a map of Europe. You'll find out plenty of things there. All right. So today, if you're listening to us on the Wednesday, apparently there is no such day that exists, at least according to this website. Have you calmed down? Somebody please bring her a bunny. She's making weird noises over there now. I don't even know what to what to think is happening right now. Take a breath. Take a breath. All right, you good? Crying, it's fine. That's all right. It's often people cry when they listen to this show, so it's fine. Yes, like when we talk about horses. Well, horses are fine. What's wrong with horses? Nothing nothing except when you try to invent them. No, well, it's not the meanest thing I've ever done to a horse. What? Um, (laughs) What? I I don't even know where we're at the show right now. Like looking at this right now, I'm trying to tell our listener. That today is a day, and I, I, I'm giving up on this segment, I think. Uh, would you be willing to eat a bowl of crickets for $40,000? No. For oh, $40,000? <laughs> I should have listened to the question. Um, I mean, as long as it's not Help! a big... <laughs> Stiggy is clawing Mallory's bum. That hurts. He got my bum. That just got awkward. Um, he's just doing like a circle dance. He's probably chasing his tail. Um, I would say yes. Anyway. Um, really hurt. <laughs> uh, that was to the crickets, by the way, not clawing Mallory's bum. I get to do that for free. Basically what you're saying is all you redheads out there, get together and make babies. Please. Um, sure. Just go off right now and just start procreating. Uh, what else is today, Mallory? Today? Foster? Is International Day of Families. So, well, that Ways fits in perfectly. Ways you can celebrate this one is eat a chocolate chip cookie with your family. Um, or, or bang a ranger. <laughs> so, so, no, well, like, so that I can recreate. Like, no, I'm like. That's terrible. You just said two, Don't say these things on radio, Ben. You just said two seconds ago that they need to procreate. Um, so, like, you could list that. as like, you can see a poster, International Bangaranga Day. <laughs> that's, that's so good. Other that, ways. That would take off. To celebrate the International Day of Families is to talk to your spouse about maybe starting a family. And also Have to- some good quality time <laughs> with your family. Move on from this day, Ben. What other days is it? To talk to your spouse about appropriate conversations for radio. Oh. Uh, I mean, like, Ed Sheeran needs some love. Like, you know. He has a girlfriend, doesn't he? Oh, I don't know. Wife? Does he? I don't, I don't know. Has wife. he proposed yet? I wouldn't have. A, you know more about this guy than I do. 
you know, whatever. So does um, Google. I guess we're wrapping it up with me talking to the back of Mallory's head. So let's uh, create some music right now. That's a sheep here in New Zealand that if you press it, it does the haka because, you know. Yep. And what have you got? She has a Tasmanian devil and is... Is, is that how Tasmanian devils go? There needs to be a video that goes along with this. I could be famous. Just like this show, no one would actually pay attention to it. Yeah. Um, no. Initially, the bow tie was more of a uh, black tie formal occasion, uh, but it soon gained a reputation of being associated with stodgy intellectualism. Just... Stodgy. Stodgy intellect. Stodgy. What, what's stodgy intellect? Intellectualism. I do not know. I clearly, I'm not of that mind because I can't even say the words stodgy intellectualism. Intellectual. Intellectualism. Stodgy. Intellectualism. Intellectually. Inti. Intellectualism. No. <laughs> um. Yep. Thought to be worn by people who did not care much about what others thought of them. They were a stodgy intellect. What is stodgy? I don't know. Like stodgy. Like dodgy and standoffish at the same time. You're stodgy. Stodgy intellect. I want to see like that as like a, um, what do you call it? A, an election campaign, like a sign that says like vote one, Ben Waterworth. The stodgy intellectual, stodgy intellectualism. Sto- how do you say it? Stodgy. <laughs> stodgy. Intellectualism. Into lectuism. Intellectual. Into vote one, Ben, for stodgy intellectualism. Sto- <laughs> Just move on. <laughs> Just move on. I like yeah. Today, <laughs> of the attire of many men and women. How to celebrate. Here's one for you. If you've never worn a bow tie before, today's the day to procure... procure. Why are there big words in this article (laughs) this week? This is not usually this smart. Get a bow tie. Today is the day to procure one and spend time learning how to tie it. I thought they just stick on. Like, what do you have to, like... No, no, no. Like, you know how you can tie a tie or you can get a pre-tied tie? Yes. A bow tie is the same. You can have a bow tie party, decorate the venue with bow ties and require all your guests to come wearing a bow tie. Serve cookies and cakes in the shape of bows and give out bow ties as favours or prizes, party games. Uh, And do you have a creative side? Why not hand knit, crochet or sew your own bow tie to wear to your next event? Did you know that a very fashionable person is called a clothes horse? Isn't that what you're hanging your clothes on? Yeah. Stodgy intellectualism. Procure. Procure your stodgy intellectualism with your clothes horse. How do you like them apples? What's your favourite page of the phone book? I don't know, the foster page? I'm not a fan of the beer, though, so... um, I'm not a fan of the beer. The what? The beer. It's a beverage that you drink. It's alcoholic. What beer? Foster's. The joke. Oh, I uh, beer. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Let me explain more. No. <laughs> You've never received that joke in your life, and you lived in Australia, and you mar- you're marrying Australia. I, I I don't even know what to say to that. That is that is maybe the most ridiculous list I've ever heard in my entire life. 
Like, I'm just going to, next week, I'm going to put one on this website, because I think it's user-submitted, the top ten words invented by Ben Waterworth. Oogly boogly, woody de nee nee nee, chicky de boo goo de boo, wookie dee 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 dee, leepy dee dee boo boo dee boo, flobba da flippy dee, nee dee dee nee dee dee, peppity peppity, moo, and my favourite word, honk. There. I feel like that list is very closely accurate to my um, my little guy impression. What are they called? Ewoks. Ewoks. Actually, you know, you know what that was. Uh, I hope Charlotte's listening because I just spoke Dutch. Oh, look at you <laughs> go! Look at me. I didn't even know it. I can speak Dutch. Wow. To all the Dutch people out there. Yeah, boogity boogity. <laughs> so, so I hope you're enjoying your evening. <laughs> Also, baby ducklings right now. They're really cute. No, we can't have ducklings. We don't have any water for them to swim in. Uh, hashtag a dog Actually, bot. ducklings can drown. I found this out today. Uh, so, usually any living creature can drown. They have lungs. But, like, it's common <gasps> for ducklings to drown if you give them they too much water. They live on the water. water. No, but if you... It's common for most things to drown if you give them too much water. <laughs> just just FYI. Just in case you were w- wanting to put me in a, submerse me in a bunch of water this evening. It's all right, Ben. You can handle it. <laughs> Have some water. It's all right. You're human. Go over town. Drown. You're not going to drown. Sorry. Basically, if you give a duckling too much water when it's a duckling, it'll fall asleep, like sitting in the water, and Usually then it you drowns. fall asleep when you're drowning because you go no. unconscious and you've got no oxygen. You're not I don't to I me. don't understand how this is any different to anyone else <laughs> drowning. Ducklings aren't unique in the grand scheme of death. Like only ducklings can drown. That's what we're discovering. Out of all the creatures in the animal kingdom, everyone is invincible to drowning except the ducklings. It's just in my mind a duckling shouldn't be something that will drown because it lives. If you were on talking about water. a fish drowning, I would be like, yeah, okay, yep, that's a, that's a fun fact. A fish drowning. What are the odds? But like a duck that spends most it's it's not amphibious. It breathes oxygen. Yes, it can drown. Sorry, you were saying about a duckling is susceptible to drowning. Moving on to our next song. More so than other creatures. Moving on to our next song. Will Smith had a birthday last week. He turned 51. Happy birthday, Will Smith. Hashtag adopt Bob. Hashtag adopt Bob. Hashtag ducks can drown. Cool. All right. Um, until next week again, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe, all the relevant channels, and... Oranges! <laughs> uh, and... Oranges! <laughs> do, do we want to do this properly or... <laughs> we can't say oranges this week because they choked yesterday. Uh, and before we go, one final reminder. Oranges! <laughs> Maybe keep sucking those oranges. Oranges! <laughs> Until next week, Hoba for Cargill, please do keep sucking those... And good night. All the food, chocolate. You can eat chocolate. Um, <laughs> we have bread. chocolate in the fridge. Hash browns, potatoes, 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 potatoes. Yes, potatoes. <laughs> Are you Irish? Potatoes, tiddly dear potatoes. You sure you want to say that one more time? Potatoes, potatoes, and one more time. What, what, potatoes. What, anything particular? Potatoes. Potato chips. Mashed potatoes. Potato All of hash the above, browns. Every single one. Potato fritters. Potatoes. 
cakes, potato cakes, All of potato them. cakes, potato, potato, potato flavored potato. What about like Deb? What about like the mashed potato Deb stuff that you pour water to? Potato Deb, Deb potato? No, just potatoes, potatoes, <laughs> potatoes, potatoes, potatoes. What's your favorite potato? <laughs> I like red potatoes actually. Really? Potato salad. Mm. Uh, but I like the chicken salad you do better than the potato salad. I like the brown potatoes with the poo on them. Like the, well, not the poo, but like the, the um, they look like poos. Like the the skin stuff on it is dirty, so it looks like a poo. Don't tell me a potato doesn't look like a poo when you see a poo. A po- you don't see a poo. You see a potato. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> you know the potatoes, right? If you've got a potato and it's brown and you haven't washed it, right? Don't tell me that doesn't look like a poo. But it does! Uh, moving on. Potatoes, potatoes. To our next segment. How, how would you feel if the... Oh, sorry, when the Canucks lose inevitably in Game 7 hey. after losing, losing 3-2? Sad. I would riot. <laughs> in Invercargill. How would you riot? I would run around the streets going... <laughs> would you flip a car upside down and go... <laughs> Yeah, all by myself, and I'd jump on top like a like a velociraptor. <laughs> How do you think the Invercargill police would react to you going? <laughs> uh, they would scope. let me continue. <laughs> they would, do you think because they would I would explain that I'm Canadian and I was angry about hockey. But then they would probably go, "Oh, hey, what's hockey?" So I'm not too sure how that would play out. To be honest with you, um, I can't see you writing. I, I think you're like the last person I could see writing. Did you join in the riots in 2010? I did. Were there actually any riots in Victoria? I have no idea. You don't know? I have no idea. You can't remember it? No idea. No. All right. What are you doing right now? Meow. What are you doing? Meow. He's holding a cat. Meow. And he's going to bite you probably in meow. a second. Come on, Stiggy. Go meow. 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 No. He's, ow, he's scratching my man boob. <laughs> <laughs> Careful where he's attacking things going that way um yeah all right meow. well we're gonna go into uh, another segment and meow right oh i got a new phone today guys pretty exciting actually haven't well i'll get the new phone tomorrow new hopefully phone. i'm very excited it's gonna be better than my current phone so everybody's out there getting like the iphone 11 and the samsung galaxy 10 she's getting like the <laughs> samsung r2d2 or whatever it's a called. 30 40 70 uh, <laughs> a, i think it's 30 hey that's it's, it's a very like it's, it's a canadian phone it's the a <laughs> oh i got a oh. samsung a 30 there's like the newest one is like the A90 and I got like the 30. A90. Poor. A A90. A90. Do you think that confuses people like if you go into uh, I don't know Rogers in Canada and you're like, "Oh, I'd like to get the new Samsung, eh?" You're like, "Oh, yeah, okay, which one would you want?" It's like, "No, I want to get a Samsung, eh?" Yeah, but do you want the A30, the A40, the A20? No, I just want to get a Samsung, eh? Like no? No, I don't think so. You don't think that confuses them? No. That's why they should call them bees, because like, Samsung don't think about Canadians, do they? I'd like to get a Samsung BA. Oh, a BA. Do you have a Bachelor of Arts, do you? Oh, no, I just want to get the Samsung BA. Yeah, the BA. No, the BA, eh? A, B, B. A, B. Does that, like, confuse you when you do your alphabet in Canada? Like, A, B, C, D, A. You're like, what? You still got the fluff on your cheek. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Cinemal <laughs> variety. Oh, what joy and what surprise hour. when I open up my eyes and see a hippo hero standing there. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. 
I love this song. This is actually one of my favorite Christmas songs, and I always forget about it till after Christmas, and then I remember it. I'm like, oh, why didn't I listen to that? So I'll listen to it like 50 times, and then I'll get so annoyed, and yeah. Radio Southland 96.4 FM. That was Blink 182 and What's My Age Again. Thanks for that update, Mallory. I want a hip. This is why people turn in, tune in to. Yeah, that's why people turn off. I think. Um, <laughs> again, I can't get you to sing in our singing segment, and now you just you just randomly going through these. What was that other song that we were talking about? Grandma got molested by, by a reindeer. reindeer. Not molested. What am Walking I doing? Walking home from my K- Keep talking. I'm going to find this. Keep singing. Entertain, entertain the truth. I don't know the rest of the words. Entertain, entertain on... the truth. Just... I, I'm trying. I'm trying. I don't know sing the words. Sing another song. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. All right. No? Um, I only got two songs. Yo, I tell you about my dogs, my fluffy, fluffy dogs. So I tell you about my dogs, my fluffy, fluffy dogs. I tell you about my dogs, my fluffy, fluffy dogs. Yeah, I tell you about my dogs, my fluffy, fluffy dogs. They bark and howl, they bark, they howl. The name's Ferguson and Argos and they're really cool. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> you can You can pick it up if you want to keep going. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I've lost the tune. <laughs> oh, I feel like we need the cheering going on in the background. Or woo. Woo, clap. You, 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 you got this bit here if you want to pick it up. Yeah, she's getting into it. No. I like that. <laughs> I want to get through the chorus so it's something else. Never. You got to be with my... Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> um, if you want to be my lover... You've got to get with my dogs. No, that sounds wrong. No. <laughs> well, um, oh, it took a turn. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, that was Bonnie Mega. Um, she was an environment Southland counselor. <laughs> I do like Star Wars. I'm not saying that I don't. I'm just like I'm more excited to see Little Women than I am to see Star Wars. That is just the worst thing that's ever been said on this podcast. Like, no, no, no because. <laughs> I grew up on Little Women. It is well. You were a little woman, so you grew up as a little woman. Sorry, that was a bad joke. She's serious about Little Women. Is very dear to Mallory. All right, she little. She's all about the Little Women. She sees Little Women in the street. She's like, "That's my bag. I like Little Women, not in the wrong way, but like she likes Little Women, the movie, and the new one's coming out. It's exciting her. Sorry, talk about how Little Women is better than stuff. <clears throat> Sorry, I can't finish that sentence. Yes. <laughs> Ever, have you ever seen those those um, when people have a heart rate and they go? Oh, you're going to see a heart attack. But they go. Most people that I know have a heart. Right? <laughs> oh, I would Most hope people so. do. Let's so, do it. So look, Operation Tony. Well, he's down here on the 26th of August. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. Well, look, we'll book him in for the yeah, state council. We'll uh, cocktail party. We'll um, we'll ambush him. 
Do it. Chase a star. Be better. Yeah, absolutely. Pete, I you, want him in here. You want him next in here. Next to me. Yes. <laughs> Did you get in trouble for that? Ah, uh, well, it was kind of my wife's fault. That... <laughs> oh, that was a well. <laughs> now, hang on a bit. Hang on a bit. Hang on. Have you not learned anything in marriage that nothing is ever the wife's fault? I'm not even married yet, and I know that I'm I'm always to blame for everything. Yes. Well, look, it was. I think she'd agree that it was half her fault, half my fault. <laughs> If you want to know the weather update in Hobart, never go to, like, a weather website. Just read everything your friends are writing on Facebook. It's raining. Oh, is it? It's a lot funnier as well, you know. You know what makes me angry? What? The fact that I only have two minutes to get angry about stuff. Quick, come on. You know what else makes me angry? What? People. People just make me angry because I don't like them. You know what makes me angry? HTCs. The battery doesn't last long enough. You know what makes me angry? You putting me on the spot like that. What well, you did actually say to me earlier, I've got stuff to make me angry this week, and then, then you backtrack. You know what makes me angry when I forget what I'm getting angry about? Let's, play, let's play them over the top of us, <laughs> each other. I'm sure they couldn't be anywhere. Park Jin Young's got a you know a huge, uh, great music catalogue. Um, yeah. Listen to him all the time. Just can't get enough of yeah. Park. What about Jason James here, the, a bassist? Yeah, yeah. well, he, yeah, look, he, he looks like the kind of guy that do a bit of slap bass. But we were more nervous and excited for the fact that we got Tim fucking Franklin. That's because <laughs> that's because we had been insulting him behind yeah. his back. And we honestly were thought, like, how funny would it be if we get him on the show and just like, ladies and gentlemen, Tim Franklin, no Tim, and like kicked him off. <laughs> how old are yeah. you again? Pick 14, Jimmy? 14. Yeah. 14. 14 year olds can drive cars in Alaska. Driving yeah. driving ages. Because like nobody six. pulls us over, there's no police. Yeah, fuck you know, the fuck, fuck the police. police. Yeah. Sorry. You know. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Somebody gave you a toonie, three quarters, a nickel, two dimes, and a penny. How much did they give you? Three dollars and one cent. Jesus, look at you, bloody <laughs> up. I didn't even get a chance to get to the fucking options. Jesus Christ. And uh, Fayetteville. Now, what do you know? What can you tell me about Fayetteville? Literally nothing. Literally nothing. You can't even say that it's in the US. It's in the US. It's in the US. That's that's good. Fold or do you scrunch? <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> you guys are nuts. That doesn't surprise me, actually. <laughs> Thank you. I'll Big hello to our Alabama listeners. We should save each other. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Chet told me you couldn't throw a coconut without hitting someone who is gay out there, and I'm like... Get out! Oh, this is, this is, I suppose, the gaydar aspect, Kobe. Do you kind of have a gaydar floating around there in Palau thinking, well, hang on a minute? God, no, not anymore. I mean, this day and age, I can't tell a queer from a straight person at all. Grant Bowler hosts that in his jumper that we saw in this week's Amazing Race. I will... I don't care how bad it is if Grant Bowler's hosting it. It's going to be a good thing. <laughs> Grant Bowler could host Bringing Sexy back and I'd watch it. He, he could host The Secret Life of Babies, and I would watch it. Oh, <laughs> The other two being John Raymond and John... Oh, wow, how fucking interesting. And John Palyok. That was my... <laughs> normally, normally, you know, I hate the, the trivia. I think that's... That's a weird coincidence. I like that one. <laughs> I was hoping... That's so random. I, I was hoping it would tell me what number contestant he was to be voted out with an idol, but no. <laughs> it tells me that he... They only have the important ones on Survival Wiki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huge. Thanks, Survival Wiki. Appreciate it. I like the, the makeup of the hat. Right. It looks, and it matches my bow tie. It does. It so does indeed. I, uh, 
and most people don't notice the fact that it's not Survivor Gabon. <laughs> right, well, I didn't notice it either, so uh, let's be quiet. Yeah, probably. Bev? Um, Bev, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Short hair. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, this is the podcast that's gonna finally tell the world how sexy little old Bev, what's her name was, Christmas with the Cranks, <laughs> Bev Shield, <laughs> Sex Simple of 2004. Mm. So this relationship between him and Blue seems to have matured at some point in the three years where he's had no contact with this animal that's now living in the wild on its own. Yeah. And yet now that it's like they're BFFs and this yeah. never existed in the first place. They're texting each other the whole time, posting pictures on yeah. Instagram. Miss you, bae. In the uh, third trimester of the uh, uh, uh enigma, he's like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's like, Saras enslaved our people. It's like, so from around here? <laughs> Sheena. Um, Even Joe's Bond turned down BB. <laughs> he's visiting the grave of his dead wife. <laughs> Get out of bed with Columbo. You say you're an idiot already. <laughs> he agrees with everything you say. You're like, you're an idiot. That's the problem. Even Ben knows if you're agreeing with him, you're not really a sound mind. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying you're an idiot for not ranking. I'm saying you're agreeing with Ben Waterworth. You're an idiot. Well, yeah, I agree. I'm watching the lovely version brought to me by a torrent. Um. But <laughs> Hello to the government, if you're listening, my address is as follows. Um, <laughs> but yes, we're... we're you can get this address from Bryn Grove. <laughs> Thanks, Bryn. I appreciate it. Whitaker's an easy bottom for me. Whoa. Well. <laughs> Didn't know you were into that kind of thing, Cole. <laughs> there we go. Uh, 2018, the Sorry, year of big reveals. <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh, what a man! Um, yep. So this holds up well. <laughs> <laughs> His hair <piece> doesn't. <laughs> Where we're from, we're from Tasmania, and we've got a very big band called the Wolf Brothers. And I'm wondering if you've uh, ever got the chance to come to Tasmania, you might be able to get up on stage with them and have some fun with them. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know that. Maybe one day we manage to go go over there. Maybe you can arrange an invitation for me. <laughs> were they getting booed now we were trying to work this out because there were like something going on during their performance and you and I I swear they were getting booed that didn't sound like cheese <laughs> but they were terrible that was so bad and Lindsay Vaughn bronze medal oh. <laughs> I haven't seen her Twitter though is she happy about this has anyone looked <laughs> I, I did see her post uh, a bit of an excuse here oh, of course on Twitter. <laughs> Turns out my skis got burnt out in the race yesterday and she posted a picture. I guess these are supposed to be burnt out skis. Shit, Ben. My, my first phone was a Nokia in 2007 <laughs> and I'm talking about one of those old school Nokia. So this is how technology savvy I was back in 2001. Uh, what, what else is happening today, Miss Foster? What else is today? <laughs> Oh, I have to look you, at the you sheet. Have a I didn't piece understand. Of like, paper in front of <laughs> it's like Wednesday. I'm leaving the studio right now because I need to go see Seth Rogen having yep, sex. Sorry, guys. Seth Rogen's having sex on film. <laughs> um, 
it's like there's something wrong. There's something wrong at the core, you know? Sorry, I'm uh, about to swear Nashville just scored. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Yes, they did. They leveled it up with 34 seconds on the clock. That's um, good. Oh, that would be so good to be there right now, wouldn't it? But until next time, do keep sucking those oranges. Please do keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart. Keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart Cargill. And Eden. Keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges. Do keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those wombats. Keep sucking those oranges. Please do keep sucking those oranges. Keep sucking those oranges. Please do keep sucking those oranges. And good night. And there we go. Some great moments and a great way to close it out there with another musical take, the best of the decade. We always love those uh, in-the-mix moments and some uh, solid memories there, remembering all those good times that we had in the last decade, which, of course, means now we're about to enter another decade and another year. We will be back in 2020, bringing you some more great Brinkalicious moments. Continuing on with the podcast, we're not going anywhere, and we hope that you won't go anywhere as well as we enter our third decade of existence. Can you believe it? Uh, We very much appreciate your support throughout this year, throughout this decade, and throughout since very beginning of our show, even harking all the way back to 2004 and our EC schoolies days. So thank you very much. And if you're a long-term listener and been there from the beginning, we love you. It's that simple. I'm just going to say it. And uh, sorry if I'm moving too fast, but I mean, it's, you know, been 16 years now. So just thinking it might be time for me to utter those words. Uh, but as I always say at the end of every episode, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe, all the relevant podcast channels, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, you know where they are. Leave us some feedback. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And stay up to date. We would love for you to uh, keep keep listening and tuning in all the time. Big happy new year to everybody. I forgot to mention happy Christmas last week. If you celebrate Christmas, but happy Christmas for last week. And may your new years be fantastic as you celebrate the new year, the new decade, and we move on into the 2020s. Until then, my name has been Ben. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and good night. <laughs> <laughs>